What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. I am your host, Tommy Buns, here as always with my boy Jones. Jones, how's it going? How we doing, everybody? Oh, we're doing good over here. Sully, how we doing? We're here with Sulls as well. We're doing good, Tommy Buns. You're, you ain't the only Buns we're going to be talking about today. Man, good. Ayo, getting into it early. We're talking about some buns. That leads us right into our first topic. The segue. My man, Sully, hooking it up with the segue to my man, Dwight Howard. Allegedly. Allegedly. But it's probably pretty true. Uh, leading a double life, pretty much. And uh, having relations with uh, transgender women. And uh, visiting transgender uh, orgies, I guess. So, uh Things ain't looking too good for Dwight. Things are things are looking kind of shady. Well, guys. the reason this is being talked about, we gotta address is 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 the uh, gluteal injury, which um, I believe yeah. is, is why this came out, right? Because of he, he's he's missing games because of a butt injury. Well, no, that's just a fucking Hollywood ending to the to the situation. Um, but it came out because this fucking uh, this dude who wears a wig is is saying that she's got a she's got a relationship going with or he's got a relationship going with Dwight Howard. She tweeted all that shit. Yeah, that thread that thread was pretty insane. No, I, no, I understand that, but it's one. just so ironic that it comes out while he's missing games. That's what I'm saying. That's like the perfect turnaround Hollywood ending. Yeah. Like, oh shit, this happened. Wait a minute, why is he out? Oh boy. <laughs> Wait, how about how about the phone calls she posted videos of when she's literally I feel like she was trying to like bring this back up on him at some point because it was like, Oh, you love me, Dwight. You wanna take it in the ass, Dwight? Yeah. <laughs> so Okay. So uh, we gotta we gotta talk about like first of all, we got the comedy situation out of the way, but like or you know, it's always gonna be comedy, but um at first I was like, Oh shit, you know, like kinda like by everybody like this fucking guy, like, what the fuck? Um, but when you dive into it deeper, I, you know, I fell deep into the, the Twitter Twitter threads um, past few days about this. And I'm not saying that Dwight isn't gay and that's, you know, that's him. It's fine. Do, do you. But this particular bitch is lying. <laughs> you think? This particular broad is lying. Um, she's the one who did tried to pull the same shit with Playboy Cardi, uh, last year, saying he was gay, and that, she got defrauded on that one, that it was all fake, that she set it up, um, and apparently she's got this reputation of fucking people over online, like, selling them fake shit, and, like, not sending it, and, like, Western Union scamming people and shit like that. Oh, So man. this bitch is clearly just, like, some thought looking for clout, like, she got nothing else better to do. Um, and that if you, if you look at, like, you hear those voicemails the first time and you're like, okay, that's like, yeah, that's crazy. But then if you like really look back and listen to them or, you know, listen back, that shit is not Dwight Howard. Like, it's just not him. You like, there are sections of it that sound like Dwight, but there are also sections of it that just like, you know, you're like, oh, oh yeah, that's definitely not Dwight Howard speaking right there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Some of that, because of, yeah, it definitely uh, was someone trying to sound like him. Yeah, and like you pointed out, like, she's making too much of a point that it's Dwight. Hey, Dwight, you said you wanted to do this, Dwight. Remember, Dwight, when we talked about this, Dwight? And <laughs> you said you this... wanted to 
get yeah. the blank, right? So I also got into some interwebs about the technical side of it. There was like these guys commenting who, you know, according to their profiles and about their jobs and what they were saying are work in like with like computer code and and you know building UI systems and stuff like that. And they pointed to the the video recording of their DM conversation. And the first glaring mistake is that both their chat bubbles are white in the video. That's not true on Instagram. One is clearly gray and the other is white. Like in iMessage how one's wait, wait, blue and one's gray. White? Dwight. <laughs> white Dwight the conversation between Dwight the two chat bubbles are white for both of them. But yeah, so that was one thing. And then in the middle of the recording it the screen like glitches out and and like skips and like does all this weird digitized shit and they were basically just like that only happens when you're like doing a a a fake screen recording like that's that's something that just happens when that specific thing happens groundbreaking so like they a bunch of these guys just seemed like like yeah this bitch is fucking lying like it's just just not true like i don't know what to tell you um but i i find i i think it's i think it's interesting that dwight hasn't responded or said anything yet he hasn't tweeted since like fucking July, um, and that might be that's either him like being a hermit crab, like I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna handle this, or that's him just being like this bitch is so outrageous, like I don't, I'm not, I don't care, like I'm not even, I'm not even entertaining this fucking yeah. whatever this thing is telling me that I'm doing all this shit that's not true. And also, like, she's threatening... She's not, like, just saying he's gay. Like, she's not, like, just, like, you know, forcing him to come out of the closet if it's true. Like, which is alone in itself fucked up. You know, that's something... I, it's very important to a gay person, I, I assume. So, that... But, like, she's also threatening that he... Or saying that he's... She's threatening her. Like, that. that's a serious accusation on a whole nother level. Like that's a that's a yeah that's like yeah. a felony, so yeah that that's true. Which is crazy that like he's like the priest was involved, like the pastor was involved in. This. Yeah, and then there's this random yeah this random like side pastor who, uh, who the fuck is this dude? He's like some, a celebrity pastor. Like she's just bringing down fucking who's next? Joel Alstein's gonna be in on this shit. <laughs> he's been like coach yet. How did Joel Alstein get brought up into this? We're doing celebrity pass because this bitch is like, oh, n- uh, Google him. You'll find him. Like, no, I'm not doing that. But, you know, she's got like one picture of him and Dwight. Who, for all we know, it could be Randy's ninth cousin that was at Thanksgiving next to Dwight one year, like, and got a snapped a picture with him. <laughs> but, yeah, I, don't, I, I just don't, I, I'm not saying that those things or Dwight doesn't or hasn't done those things, but... He's, uh, this particular bitch is lying. That's <laughs> yeah, Hey, man, that was... You, you, she, you she's lying. You that, Dwight, we are with you. Yeah, that is my official statement as of now. We're with you in the bleachers. Don't worry. We accept you for whatever you are, who you are. We don't really know. But, um... Oh, yeah, that's the thing. People are always, like, people have issues with that. I'm like, why the fuck do you care what someone else wants to do? Yeah, I mean, it, it's I'm just, like, like it's not got your a family. Life. It's just, it, it, like, like Dave was saying, it's fucked up, because, like, yeah. like, now his whole life is ruined if this proves to be true. Like, 
Imagine being like his kids and going through this. Like, what if um? Oh, that's true because he does have kids. Yeah, his he has kids. I think he's got a bunch of them, people. right? He's got a little. Yeah. Well, he, with all different people though. That's like, interesting. I, I mean, yeah. But doesn't, my, I, this look, particular girl doesn't sound like someone who could uh, be a, a childbearing person. So maybe she's <laughs> not maybe one not. of the five. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, four uh, or five. They uh, but so I saw someone tweet. They're like, "What if Dwight Howard just like owned it, owned up to it?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I love that shit." He's like, "Imagine like, like they said, like the clout that would give, but to like people who are in his situation, they'd be like, oh man, Dwight Howard just doesn't give a fuck.' He's like, "Why should I give a fuck?" Like, I would he think could be like be a white knight. He could like white knight for people who like are into transsexual orgies. I mean, like, yeah, like it would be that would be a moment in human history. If he did that, yeah, like, like that could be. If he is, he should. He should just. That's a. Like, that's over really here in that. That's like a rest of our lifetime clip. If he did that, yeah. you want to spin zone something. This is the thing to spin zone. Yeah. And if you're into that man and you're caught, you might as well just be like, "Fuck yeah, no, I love that." No, shit. Pretty much, no one ever owns up to anything. In life. And it's not like he'd lose any endorsement deals. Imagine fucking Adidas or whoever dropping him because he sleeps with yeah, trannies. Drop him after that. You're oh fucked. God. You're fucked one way. The the fucking yeah. Do you know how bad those brands are praying and that shit isn't true? Oh yeah. Oh my god. They're like, because they're, they're fucked fuck one way or the other. Yeah. They're, they're in a no win. As as unfortunate yeah. As unfortunate as it is, that's the situation. That's what the world we live in. Like you can you can call it not PC or fucked up or not, but that is the world we live in that will affect the brands negatively whether you like it or not and they're not in the business of losing money they're in the business of keeping people happy and that's not something that will keep people happy at least the people that buy their their products yeah no that's very yeah i would think a lot true. wouldn't care though i would think I mean, most wouldn't care i i no, absolutely most definitely wouldn't care but you know, to to you know, sit so back and like, say it, it wouldn't. I think it could be marginalized somewhat because, like, maybe they have a new group of supporters that may not be as large as the ones they lose, but you know, those people gravitating. No, of course. Listen, uh, they they probably play. They'd have to play it right, obviously publicly. I'm just saying, behind closed doors, you know, there's fucking six dudes it, like sitting in a conference room. Like, please, just <laughs> please let let, let this blow over. Like, let's yeah. just go back to the way things were. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, we were going to we were gonna get into NFL after this, but that just doesn't seem to make sense to me anymore. So we're going to switch the script. We're going to – not that we're scripted. We're unscripted. But the rundown. We're going to flip the rundown. We are going to go – I saved us there, guys. They were almost on to us. Oh, shit. <laughs> just kidding again. But <laughs> we are going to go into the NBA after what was the worst goddamn segue this show has ever seen. Maybe <laughs> that the internet has ever seen. Maybe. It might have been. But, anyways, right into the NBA. What is wrong with my Celtics? What is wrong with my team right now, guys? Because I, I don't know what to make of this. I don't oh, know, boy. but it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's funny. Great. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just you know I think it's a little product. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, they were everyone got a little more clout last year. Like you know Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, uh, Tatum. They were all kind of happy getting whatever scraps they got last year, and that's now simply not the case anymore. Um, we've seen it even publicly with Rozier's comments. 
Um, so I think it's it's just a it's kind of a you know the the bad side of unexpected success, um, and I think they're they're kind of going through it. And Hayward just clearly is not the same player yet. He's not oh, fully. Oh, jeez, ten points a game. Yeah, no one's I, mentioning it. I, I, either, I never. Yeah. He's neither not fully recovered or he's it's it's that's it for him. Um, My thing with that is I'm like I'm still obviously it's concerning, but my thing is you have to think about when Paul George came back from a similar injury. Yeah, he was putting up the points, but it was because he was the guy in Indiana. I mean, he still wasn't the player he was until maybe even the start of the next season. And yeah. he broke his about two months before, you know. He had he broke his in the summer during that Olympic thing or the U.S. team, right? It was like in August or July. Yeah, July his. or August, something like yeah. that. So you like you figure three months before, and it took him to be back to being Paul George. It took him that time, and you know what I mean. It's like Gordon Hayward was probably a top like forty player in the league before. Oh, better than no, that. more than that. Top, top yeah, 25. top twenty five, top twenty five, yeah, thirty 20, at worst. That's where I put him. Maybe twenty four. Yeah. Thinking about it, you know, he's like a seven year guy. I think he'll. I think he'll uh, be able to get back still. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know if it'll necessarily be with us anymore because I think that he's like. He's been a little bit of the problem there with the offense because they're trying to get him the ball. They're trying to incorporate him, and it's just not clicking all the way yet. And there, I feel like I feel like you guys, it's like uh, affecting guys like Tatum and Brown more. And even Kyrie's been better as of late. Like the past like two, three weeks, Kyrie's been back to being Kyrie. But uh, it's affecting the younger guys like Tatum and uh, Brown. I feel like they're they're just not getting what they can out of themselves right now because they're trying to incorporate him and figure that out. When yeah. it was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Kind of like this yeah. is also it's a contract year for for Brown, so like yeah. he he's coming off his rookie deal. He's gonna want close to the max, if not the max. You know, like if he if he yeah. took, he's not a max player. Of course not. Of course not. That's what but, I'm saying. Like Jalen Brown, he's really he's really floundered. But then you gotta also rest. remember, like he's a, a max for him probably be like seventeen, eighteen million. Um, as opposed to Max for fucking Kyrie, he's gonna be thirty-two or something or thirty-five. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. um, it's a different situation, but I agree. I think you you gotta offer, you gotta hope as a Celtics fan, he signs in that maybe that twelve to fourteen range, eleven to fourteen. Um, and realistically, yeah. you gotta you gotta expect fifteen, sixteen. Um, because he's a restricted free agent, and he's going to free agency. Someone will give him sixteen, seventeen million a year. Someone right, who you have to, if you want to keep him, you're gonna have to. Yeah. I mean, because like when he's got, the, he's clearly showed he can be a great player. He's worth sixteen million at his best for sure. You know, last year Jalen Brown, to, especially to a team like you know trying to be young like the Hawks or or, the, or Phoenix or someone like that, like or, or Sacramento, like mm-hmm. that. That's like a, you know a couple teams that. Would happily give a player like Jalen Brown 15, 16 million a year. They're paying Kent Bazemore 18 million a year. I think they can handle Jalen Brown for 15, 16. Yeah, no, he definitely will get offers. He's definitely yeah. going to have like, offers. He's having a bad year, though. He's only yeah. like, he's, he's going to need less minutes. And that's the thing is, like, I talked about this a lot last year when everyone was going gung ho about the Celtics, saying that once they have every, all they, they have like a, embarrassment of riches almost when everyone's healthy and at their best like they really do whether it's tatum brown hayward Kyrie, you put all those together in a pile 
I mean, it's like a championship-level team, but now they're all having less to play less minutes for the most part. Terry Rozier is a shell of what he was. Uh, Brown's having a down year. You know, these guys aren't... They're playing more limited roles, and it's uh, it's affecting them. I mean, I mean like, you think about I mean, it, like... I, always, I was a big proponent of them trading him a while ago once he was going off. And it, then, it right after the playoffs would have been the time. Right after the playoffs. Now his value has shrunk immensely. Now he's like... Well, they had to re-sign him. He was a free agent. They had to re-sign him at this, this offseason. Did they? Wait, yeah. What? I thought the only person we re-signed was Baines. I thought sure? Terry got a new deal. I don't think Maybe so. he no, agreed oh, to an extension Mark, that no. doesn't kick in yet. Oh, that might have been it. But Mar- I know we signed. Wait, we signed Marcus Smart, Aaron Baines. Marcus Smart was and, one. Uh, I know Marcus Smart. Cause, wait, this is Rozier's fourth year, correct? Um, let me see. Yeah, it, he has a. Because if it is, then he's in line for that normal rookie extension before the fourth one, for the fourth year. No, he didn't. No, he didn't sign last year. Yeah, no, he just, he only made. He's making three million this year. He made near two million last year. Yeah, he's he signed a four-year deal in 2016. So after next, so next year we yeah. have under contract, and the year 2019, after the 2019-2020 season. Wait, I'm actually a, no, no, 2019. He's a free agent at after the end. The of next this year, year, he's a free agent. Well, this is confusing because that doesn't make sense. What do you mean? Contract in 2016, four years, 16, 17, 18, 19. Oh, yeah, that all makes sense. That makes okay. Sense. Duh. But and averaging only $2 million a year. So, like, he's due for a big pay increase, but if they would have traded him a while ago, they probably could have got a lot for him because he was dominating. Yeah. He was really dominating, like putting up 20, 30 a game. They picked well, up like I off. said, I think uh, – oh, okay, that's maybe what I saw then. Um but I, I, that make that makes sense actually because two yeah. years two year option is the first option in a career. Um, but I, I think that I think it speaks to the, them not knowing about Kyrie. I think that's a real concern for them, um, or at least they they thought it enough to to keep Terry in house. Um, but also like you know, Kyrie even if on the team hasn't been the healthiest guy. He's missed time every year. So you know having a very good backup point guard becomes a priority when you have an injury-prone starting point guard. So I think there was a number of reasons that they they made the conscious decision to keep him. Um, Plus, you know, they have four first-round picks this year, or will, projected to. It'll be minimum three. So they weren't really in the business of grabbing another draft pick. And what else else are you going to get at that point? Like, you're going to get bench depth at another position. So you're trading a sure thing and you're point guard position which you know you need bench depth at for what another another wing player or another big man who's going to play 15 18 minutes a game like you can go get another Aaron Baines for cheap for that you know like like JaVale McGee like one of those guys like who are going to give you quality minutes off the bench and not cost anything I just think yeah, it was I just a, you know today that uh Perk Perk talked to the Celtics like what the oh, fuck? Boy. Why are we pre- no? Like what are you gonna bring back Kendrick Perkins for the ten year anniversary of the fucking? Wait, he took to the team to play for them or to motivate them? I don't know. I don't. I just saw. I just saw the. Have him come into practice, like do what Rasheed Wallace does with the Knicks. Comes into practice once a month and gets the rah rah crowd going, and that's it. This is what this is what the thing said. Kendrick Perkins still wants to play in NBA and is waiting for a potential ten day opportunity in January from the Celtics. Bro, who the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are? 
There's 150 players not playing any form of basketball right now that are better than him. <laughs> like that. I'm, so every single person in like the China League, the fucking Spanish League, the Italian League, they're all better than him. And then there's 150 more that aren't playing at all that are still better than him. Minimum. Very true. I Minimum. feel like um, I feel like I, the number I, one high school recruit in the nation right now. Right now, miles ahead of Kendrick Perkins in talent. <laughs> if they bring him back, I'll be I'll I'll get really concerned. It's still, I mean, a quarter of the season's gone by at this point. So I mean, they're gonna not, get someone else. They're gonna trade. That's for not great. Else. Yeah, they're gonna trade someone at the deadline, and I think it's gonna be a blockbuster that uh, that. That kind of pisses some people off. I feel like Ooh, Celtics. Do you think fans I can eat D? I uh no, because you can't have Kyrie on. It's the, the Derrick Rose contract thing. Like you yeah. can't have that many people who take up that much salary on the same team. They could sign. No, they Kyrie. could trade one of those people. They no, it's a, it, Tommy's right. If they want AD, yeah, they Kyrie have to re-sign to Kyrie first, and then and then they can get AD next year. They can't like trade can't for have... AD and keep Kyrie. If they trade for AD, Kyrie's gone. Well, I was saying maybe they trade him, though, like in a crazy world. I'm saying... That would be pretty insane, but honestly... I'm saying if they have a hinge that they think he's going to leave and things aren't going well... But then they're going to be in the same Jimmy Butler, Kawhi situation where they're going to get 60 cents on the dollar because Minnesota knows Kyrie ain't staying. Yeah, like that's the thing. They would have to be like a sign. It would have to be for AD would have to be in the summer and it'd have to be like a sign and trade or uh, like something like that because they wouldn't take – they wouldn't trade AD for Kyrie. And I feel like that's part of what it would take. And I mean, and we would have to. Or we would have to sign Kyrie and trade for Anthony Davis, which we could do. But we can't trade for AD at the trade deadline without losing Kyrie. And I don't think they'd take six months of Ky- – or – Six eight weeks of Kyrie for telling you don't forget about my my crazy proposal, Gordon Hayward for Kevin Durant. Sign See, trade. I like that more and more. Ever since you said that, I've been thinking about that in the back of my head, and that's like keeping me optimistic. I'm like, you know, he almost. I felt like he was going to sign here in free agency. I feel like he really considered it, and I'm like, I feel like he would probably agree to that because he know he sees the guy and he's like, oh, if we're going getting hayward out of there he's like i'm way fucking better than hayward he's like i won't be fucking up like he is like we'll make this work and like if they but you need like, to have Kyrie there i yeah, mean Kyrie, Kyrie i assume Durant. a durant arrival keeps Kyrie in in boston oh, yeah you keep you keep Kyrie durant and you keep tatum and then you figure out the rest and i think you're set with those three i think you could have a you yeah, have a absolutely. Team. But then you got to also think about the, there's a worst case scenario. You think about so you have you could lose Kyrie, you could trade Jalen Brown or lose him in free agency. Horford's going to be old as fuck going into his last year. Hayward shot. You yeah. could go from what you possibly could have been there to maybe the fourth or fifth best team in the East. In like you have Tatum. That's it. Tatum and an injured Hayward and Terry yeah, Rozier. No, it's true. It's very like, true. Like, there's, there's, there's a there's a there's a real there's a real path to both of those options. Most likely, it lands somewhere in the middle. But there, I've never seen two extremes be so clearly possible for a team this talented. All right, what do you guys think they'll finish at? What seed? Tommy Bones, go. It's early. 
still, I mean, a quarter of the season's gone, but they are 60 games back, uh, six, six and a half games back, 60 games back, 20 games, and that'd be bad. But no, so I think they could, like, it depends. If the Raptors play like they've been playing, it's going to be tough to catch them at this point. But I've seen crazier shit happen. You know, they could finish any. I think it'll be anywhere between one and four. I'll give one and four the window. Because I can't, like, I think they could win it still. I think it's early and they could come back and figure it out and win it. They have the one of the better coaches. They've got the talent. They just need to figure it out, I think. And I think if they do that, they could get the one. But, I mean, at this point, if they play like they've been playing, like, they'd be lucky to get a four seed. I think it's three or four. I think they finish three or four. Depending on how well Jimmy meshes in Philly, I'm take I'm having a bold hot take. Not really, I say five. Who oh, Indiana? Honestly, Indiana the the fourth team. Yeah. Okay. I, really, I can I, really I can get behind that. I don't think there's any chance they get one. I think the Raptors are just. The I don't. Same. I don't think they. I don't think. They yeah, the, that's what I mean. The oh Raptors. God, the Raptors. Slide. The Raptors so, are going to win like 63, 64 games. Yeah, the Raptors would have to lose like six or Yo, seven. Yo, Lowry's Lowry's leading in assists. Yeah, yeah you Lowry's, never thought you'd Lowry's fucking say like, that sentence. Yeah, ten ten point two assists per game. My Nova Wildcat. Crazy. He's been a savage. Like, and then Ka- then Kawhi's been a top three player casually, like he always is when he's healthy. Just... Yeah, Kawhi is fun to watch, but we're gonna go to another team that's struggling right now, or has been struggling, kind of figuring it out. The Golden State Warriors. Do you guys think Curry coming back next game is going to that's going to turn things back on for them? You think that's going to bring everything back together? Or are they in real trouble here? Yeah, they're are they playing at home? Uh, I don't know that. I'll look up right now. If Either, they're playing think- at if they're playing at home, they're Curry's first three pointer away from being back. Yeah, honestly, that's so true. Oh, uh, no, they're away at the Raptors tomorrow night. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be an L. That's going to be an L. Well, the Raptors, I believe, are on a back-to-back. I think the Raptors... Oh, no, they, they are. They're, no, they are, they're playing tonight, aren't they? Uh, No, they played last night. Okay. So okay. They're not, but they had a tough, pretty tough game with the Grizzlies. Yeah. They had, to go, they had to deal with that defense. So, I mean, the travel, too. They're traveling from the Grizzlies back home. And yeah, they won one twenty two, one fourteen. It was a pretty close game all the way through. And they, uh, but yeah, they're traveling back home after a tough uh, team like that. I don't know. I don't know. I think like they could, they could, they could just turn it right back on. But they could also. I mean, this is a game. Yeah. This is a game they could lose full, full strength. You know, like they, they could be, they could be all four of them healthy and still lose this game at Toronto. It's one oh, of like yeah, the ten true. games they probably circled this year. It's probably who they'll have to play in the finals. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, I can say Danny it. Green. I, I want to be there, but like, I mean, they're fucking Kawhi. I was really skeptical about Kawhi coming back. I kind of lost some respect for him last year. Yeah, you like, know who's having a great year? Sad. Serge Ibaka's having a great year. He is. He is. He's, he's having like, like seventeen a game, eight boards. He's shooting like fifty-six percent, something crazy from the field this year. Like, uh, he's having a real big comeback year after a couple very unimpressive years yeah no he he really has because i remember back in like he had that monster year in oklahoma city and like he like looked like he was going to take that next step and then he had like what's going on with like jalen brown right now he just took that massive step back and then like was quiet for a couple years but this year he's been like he's he, i think he's better than he was there 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Great. Nice. That was, great that comeback, was, guys. That was some great radio there. I loved it. I loved it. But, um, you know, uh, someone who's figured it out, to flip the coin here, is um, the Lakers seem to have figured it out a little bit. They've put together a nice little stretch of games, moved up to sixth in the West. Sixth in the Western Conference out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, they looked like they were going to be real, real average for <laughs> the majority of the season. But, yeah, they've gotten a couple nice wins lately. Um, they got fucking spanked by the the mm-hmm. Nuggets, Nuggets last night. Yeah, um, the coach, the coach Malone. What yo, that was such a great quote. Oh, my, oh my God. God. They Talk fucking all leave. All leave with L's. What I gotta read the exact. Yeah, quote. he's like, I don't care. Yeah, Boston fans can come in here. Warriors. Okay, fans. yeah, I, I got Warriors it. Uh, take that L on the way out. The yeah, the Warriors fans can come in here. Celtic fans can come in here. Lakers fans can come in here, but take that L on the way out. Boom, roasted. Oh, D. That's bad. Are you serious? I heard that. Absolutely eviscerated that was i i woke up and saw that this morning i was like nice i i like the nuggets i think the nuggets are a fun team to watch i bet a lot of their nuggets i think the nuggets are a little insane and i think they're gonna they'll surprise people they still don't have will barton they still don't have isaiah thomas they still don't have michael porter jr i mean this team could get scary i would like for isaiah thomas to succeed I would like for him to play like he did two years ago, but I don't think that'll happen because that he played out of his goddamn mind. He was like second to Russell Westbrook in scoring that year, fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that was even a year. I don't know how that happened, but it was the best thing ever. Uh, but I like him, you know. I, I I'm an Isaiah Thomas fan. I feel like he got kind of a raw deal in Boston. Still, I'm still a little salty about that because I really liked him. So I hope he succeeds again. I hope, you know, he can at least, you know, if he's like a 16, 17-point-a-game guy, I think that's a major comeback for him. And I think that's like he'll, I think that would be a successful career the rest of the way for him. If he could like come back at like 16, 17 points a game, I think that's what he should have been, and it would be good. And that would make Denver real scary if he could come back and do that. Yeah, it would be nice for IT to obviously get his fucking at least one bag um but who who knows i mean he didn't look good at all in in la or cleveland um so i mean i think he's learned his lesson on coming back early and he'll come back when he can when he's right but i agree that michael porter could be huge is he supposed to he's like possibly not even playing at all this year right i don't know i haven't i haven't heard anything i thought that was i thought that was when he got drafted like a week later after they did everything they were like Oh yeah, he's out for his entire first year, like a Ben Simmons type deal. Yeah, well, I mean, when you are 19 years old and you have the same back surgery that saved Tiger's career at 42, you probably not not a great sign. No, yeah, uh, you probably it's not going to be a, a fun rest of your life for you. Questionable, <laughs> questionable pick. Yeah, um, I, I mean, at 14 it was fine. They weren't going to get anyone that was going to fucking break down the roof. Those as we've seen so far. Um, I mean, it's possible, but yeah, it was. I think it was a good pick. He just fell so far. He did. He, he fell. Come back and hopefully he runs shit. Yeah, I want him to be great. I hope it was a great pick for them. Yeah, honestly, he was exciting to watch when he played in college. I think he could. 
I think he could translate to the NBA and probably make a difference on that team. But I'm not even going to give you a chance to defend that because we've got other shit to defend. We're oh, no. defending that wall right now. Oh, jeez. So, so there's only one each this week, guys. I'm sorry. I just That's like, fine. That's I fine. It works out. Couldn't, couldn't think of something else to ask you guys. But this is one that I think is uh, kind of come to fruition out of nowhere after this guy – their uh, quarterback came back and has had an unreal eight week past eight weeks. But um, who wants to go first? Because you're automatically getting this one, Sully. The Colts will make the playoffs. Oh man, the Colts—they've the Colts. been killing this year. What have they won five in a row? Yes, yeah. Andrew and Luck five. last eight weeks is. Whew. I mean, Andrew Luck, comeback player of the year. I mean. They're protecting him. I think they give up the least amount of sacks like this year, which has always been their Achilles heel. And Andrew Luck is pretty much playing at an MVP level, low key. Three, two, three touchdowns every game, 350 yards. T.Y. Hilton's getting back in the action. Uh, Ebron has been a complete cut touchdown monster this year. They lost Doyle, which sucks a little bit, but they have more tight end touchdowns than anyone in the league. Like he's just hitting them down the seam. Um, the defense has been much better. One of the best sack units in the league. Um, so the defense is its better than it was, which was atrocious. And in a close game, Andrew Luck is just taking over, really. And um, they got Vinatieri kicking field goals. He's always solid. Um, they're just really playing great right now. And we have a very easy schedule remaining, one of the easiest schedules. They could easily win nine or ten games and get that Six wild card, the six seed, the, the second wild card. Hey, I agree with so much of what you just said. There was something that I was going to say coming into this episode, but I didn't want to sound stupid. And it was that a sleeper for MVP was Andrew Luck because yeah. he is on an absolute tear. And coming back from his injury and stepping in and doing that, I think this is like this is worth him being in the discussion for the MVP at least. Yeah, not not in this year because of the amount of great performances, Mahomes, Breeze, etc. Right, he, he's on almost on that level. Yeah, and he Mar- should be like and Marlon Mack too. Marlon Mack's been a monster this year. I'd guess that he finishes like fourth in MVP voting if they. Yeah, I can see fourth. He'll be around like where. A girly or a goth will be. Yeah, right. Because I saw something today. It was like, I forget who posted it. It was probably ESPN. They were like, who's your MVP? And it was a picture of Breeze, Mahomes, and Goff. And I was like, Goff is the third? I'm like, you got to put his running back over him. I know, but he's had a monster year too. Goff has. He has. Goff has been great this year. It's been, it's definitely, obviously, most really He's really had some games where he just takes over and he's just... Delivering the ball to the talented trio of receivers they have. Well, trio before Cup, but now they have Reynolds stepping in nicely and scoring in his first game. It's so, crazy yeah. that he was like a bust, and then now he's great. Like yeah. people were actually calling him a bust. Yeah, that's the Jeff Fisher effect for you. I um someone though back to the Colts real quick, who I think was one of the best additions, and you were talked about it as well with the pass protection. Um, Quentin Nelson. What a year he is having. Like yes. what a year that dude is having. Yeah. He was he was probably one of the best picks in the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Monster. Like he's he's done so much for that team and it's showing. I mean they're literally they went from being 
probably one of the worst teams in the league through the first four weeks to a playoff team, maybe, out of nowhere. Like, they've been a juggernaut. You can't, yeah. like, you got to you gotta take them every week. That's You got to hammer the Colts every week, man. They are they're usually underdogs, and they're coming out with some wins. They know um, how to win games. They, they do know how to win games. Oh, but Dave, it is your turn to defend the wall. Hit me with it. I can't believe. Okay, so I I, I confess to something. I fucked this up coming in. I normally don't tell you what the question is before we say who's gonna. You guys normally pick randomly. I screwed it up. So Dave, you're getting stuck with this, but you might like it. But Jimmy Butler was the piece Philly was missing. They are now a complete team. Okay, that's easy. Um. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, I think it was clear that Philly with Simmons and Embiid and that supporting cast of role players around them simply wasn't enough to get a championship in, in-house. Um, certainly not to beat the Warriors, but even to topple teams like the Celtics and the and the Raptors in a seven-game series, um, even maybe the Bucks. So uh, it was clear that they needed to make a huge splash. Uh, and able being able to pry Jim, a player like Jimmy Butler away for... You know, Sarge and Cummington are nice players, but they're not franchise changers. Jimmy could change your franchise. Um, he's one of the best, if not the best, combination two-way basketball player in the league right now. Two-way wing, I should say. Um, you know, it's him, Paul George, Clay, like those guys. Um, Oladipo. Uh, but he's a he's Kawhi. a fran- yeah. Kawhi is the best. Sorry, Jimmy Butler's race for second. Um, but you know, he he's clearly. That team needed some leadership. Both Simmons and, and Embiid are clearly still pretty immature, um, both in their games and off the court, um, personality-wise. So I think he's someone that can really come in and galvanize that locker room, keep those two in line, te- plus teach them how to be good pros. You know, Jimmy might be the hardest worker in the NBA, according to all of his peers. So if you want anyone teaching your young guys habits, he's, he seems like the type of guy you want to do that. Um, you know, there can be he said, she, he said, she said on who caused problems in Minnesota and, and Chicago. But at the end of the day, it seems like Jimmy's issues are coming out of passion and everyone else doesn't work as hard as him. Um, so you, you just hope he meshes well there. But I think that I think Jimmy really is the piece that brings them over the top and makes them a legitimate contender. Yeah, they definitely look scary. I mean, the guys had two almost identical game winners in his first, what, six games with the team. Like, yeah. I mean, he's already making the nah, difference. Just, Not just a Jimmy difference. He's making the difference. Jimmy Buckets is Jimmy Buckets again. He I love buckets. it. I, mean, I love it. I'm a, I am like Jimmy Butler. Honestly, like, there's – you got to like I, I so wanted the Heat to get Jimmy Butler. I thought it was really close to happening. It, it, it was pretty close. And just – Yeah, he's he's definitely like a, like a team-changing, franchise-changing player. But – that's going to wrap it up. Oh, I mean, Dave, give, give us your point. I, I, the reported deal with the Heat, I would have taken that deal if I was Minnesota over the, the Sixers deal. I wasn't wowed by the Sixers deal. Oh. They didn't even get a first-round pick. Miami was going to give them a couple players and a first-round pick. I'm sorry, but like, if you're giving me a first-round pick anywhere below the 20s, I'd rather have that than Dario Saric or Robert Covington. Yeah, yeah. That's just, that's just me. At least I'm taking my guy. True, but I, I do like Sarge, and Covington's a good 3 and D player. No. 
They're definitely then, fine players, but I personally I'd rather take a guy that I take that I scout that I I develop. Like twentieth though? Yeah. Seventeenth the seventeenth pick has produced a whole bunch of all stars. Yeah. Yeah, but I think those players are already real I would take the two solid players over like a twenty pick. Top ten, yeah, I would I wouldn't do that. Top ten I'd say give me the pick. But I'm saying the difference in what the the other players Miami was going to include. Yeah, I agree. Is not it would have made up for the difference in the draft pick. But moot point. Well, they're drowning in injuries, but Mm -hmm. they're they're not not much is going well for them. No, uh, it's almost in the tank. I don't ever say that really as a Heat fan, but we're going to the tank. Oh, I'm sorry, so you had a good run. And if we're going to the bottom, I want us to fall to the bottom. Yeah, right, get that number Our boy one Josh pick. Richardson's been holding it down, though. One of the up-and-coming great yeah, two-way players. Yeah, the Heat have screwed me a few times. The Heat have definitely they screwed They're having a very unheat-like year. Usually they're... Usually they toy with my emotions a little bit, and like, oh, we might not make the playoffs, and then they'll go off. Have an all-time... Like, have a great... 8 to 10 game stretch and then they'll be in the thick of it for like a 4 or 5 seed mm. and nowadays yeah, it seems to be what they do most years honestly like, I feel like that's since LeBron left that's been most heat years I mean yeah I know I, I mean no but they, yeah they've been like a little better than average and now now it's time to suck whatever it was a, good, it was a nice run I had in my sports career the Miami what? Heat 3 championships? 3 championships that's not and one was Shaq I mean, come on. Oh, uh, the one with Shaq and Wade. Class. <laughs> that was, okay, I like the Heat then. but then. Lonzo Mourning. Mm-hmm. LeBron ruined everything for me with the Heat. Especially that was that was the point of the Celtics-Heat rivalry. Was, that was a good rivalry. That was good. That was a really good rivalry. I love to see that. But we're going to move out of the NBA. We're going to move out of all this other nonsense that we've been throwing around. We are going to talk about the thing that's most important this time of year. It's not the holidays. It's not your family. It's NFL football, people. There's nothing more important going into week 12 than NFL football, okay? I don't care what's going on in your life. The playoff hunt is here. We've got people trying to go out there and break records. we got teams trying to squeeze their way in. we got teams trying to win 15 games. Right now is crunch time. You need to be watching every single game. I want you flipping back and forth between 1 o'clock. I want you to watch that 4 o'clock game wherever you are locally. And Sunday night football, if you're not watching Sunday night football, I don't even want you listening to this podcast, okay? I'm just kidding. We want everyone listening to this podcast. But football is the most goddamn thing important, important thing in the world right now. I am so flustered. I just need you to understand how important football is right now because it's almost over. But the freaking Texans, man, eight in a row, they start off 0-3 and then win eight in a row? Deshaun Watson is just back to being Deshaun Watson. Nine in a row, right? Or is it eight? No, No, they're eight. Eight, okay. I actually, yeah, yeah, they'll be nine in a row this week, though, against the uh, Cleveland Browns, probably. The defense is finally healthy, and they're just... Oh, who knows? Yeah, the, of, uh, yeah, the, scary good. the Cleveland Browns have the same number of wins as the Green Bay Packers. It's so true. Yeah. That, they're both, what, 4-5-1? Four, 4-6-1. and one. Four, six and one. Yeah. Four, six and, and, one. Uh, yeah. and they have more road wins than the Packers. 
Yeah, the Packers, Packers have are, zero Packers road wins. Have none. Packers have none. Yeah, I mean they're undefeated at Lambeau or one tie, four and four zero and one at Lambeau and zero and six on the road. I hate to see it. But the Packers, like Rogers, talking about running the table. It's not that crazy. They don't play a team above every team they play the rest of the year is below five hundred. Yeah, they had their hardest game. He once already. said to R E L A X, relax. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. They did this. Remember, they did this a few years ago. They were four yeah. and six, and they ran the Two table to ten ago. and six. Two yeah. years, yeah. Ago. Two he years told ago, everyone so. to relax, and then he just went off and didn't lose the game. I, I think, I think <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna roll on the, I'm gonna roll on doing that. I'm gonna roll the dice on him the rest of the year because I was, uh, I, I, there's a Twitter account request to bet. You can like tweet at them like something you want odds on. And I tweeted at the other day, like, what's, what are the odds on Aaron Rodgers running the table, like, the rest of the regular season? And they were like, well, we're, we don't have odds on that right now, but we suggest just taking every game money line and rolling over the winnings every week into the next week. So I was like, fuck it. I mean, you know, you're not going to give me the odds. I might as well do that. So I'm just going to take, like, 25, 50 bucks and just fucking roll it every week on Packers money line no matter what. And see what hey, happens. Packers Savagery. have fucked me two weeks in a row, Dave. Packers have ruined my week the past two weeks in a row. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know who doesn't ruin? I know, but I'll look like a Aaron fucking Jones. genius if if Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is just. Yeah, exactly. They, Mike McCarthy should just let Rodgers call the plays. Just be like, oh, hey, Aaron, Mike Aaron, here so you go. Bad. He's he hates so running bad. the ball. He has a running back, and they don't run the ball really. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, have they ever had a reliable running back when they uh was uh, there? Ryan Am- Grant, Ahmad Green, Ahmad Green. That yeah, right. really back in the day. Right. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like for the most part, I feel like majority of the years they haven't. I feel yeah, like there now they do. They have Aaron Jones reliable. now. He's fucking as reliable as it gets. Like it's weird because people see how good Jones is. And, like, I feel like they still don't respect the play action at all. I feel like they literally have – I feel like the Packers don't run a lot of play action to begin with. I mean, that's probably that's probably part of the reason contributing to Aaron Jones averaging, like, six yards a carry. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, 6.3 or 4 he's yards not hit, He's not hitting the fucking linebackers until he's three and a half, four yards out, you know? That's true. And it's like, why would you not – like, especially – I feel like if they flip it in the second half of the, or the last part of the season here – they start running the ball. They'll like. I feel like they'll just drive down the field. I feel like you won't be able to stop them. Yeah, I mean, three yards every time's first down touchdown. Yeah, I mean, as an Aaron Jones fantasy owner in both my leagues, I drafted him in both leagues. I believed in this man, and he still doesn't get the carries. He should. It's crazy. No, not at he'll all. Get he'll like quit. he'll get like thirteen to fourteen rushes a game, and he should be getting like twenty. Or like twenty five. Yeah, twenty. No, twenty five catches, twenty five touches. Yeah, that's what he can do. Yeah, like that's like you gotta get Instead the most. Instead of being the other dicking around with Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery, like what? What? Like what are you doing, McCarthy? <laughs> He's like running backs need to do more than run the ball. It's like, uh, Mike Montgomery, the fumbler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got you. You know, Aaron Rodgers walked in was like. If he's not fucking he's traded by tomorrow morning when I'm done with my fucking pancakes, so help me God, I'm I'm gonna be Le'Veon Bell in this shit. I'm out. 
Aaron Rodgers definitely eats pancakes too. I just picture him. Wasn't he in those Wrangler jean commercials? They go, you got the Wrangler. Oh, that was Brett Favre. That was Brett Favre. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> but I just picture him, Aaron Rodgers, waking up, putting on his Wrangler jeans. Is he? Is he weird? And eating pancakes. Is he weird with like diet or some shit or anything like that? Does he have like some fucking vegan bullshit, caveman no. diet, like <laughs> one of those no, things? He's not. He's not Brady. Yeah. Oh yeah. TB12. Like God bless. In, in, in more ways than one. But you know, we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll keep a lookout on those fucking Packers because, I mean, they've done it before. Like you said, they could run it. But the Texans, I think the Texans are one of the scariest teams in the league right now. I wouldn't want to play them. They almost beat the Patriots week one. I do not want to play the Texans in the playoffs. Fuck that is what I say. But another team that I hope gets knocked out before a potential Super Bowl matchup is the Saints because the Saints, I don't know, they, they, they probably won't lose again, honestly. The toughest part of their schedule is behind them. They probably won't lose again. They'll probably win the Super Bowl. I think the Saints are just... Yo, those motherfuckers have won like nine in a row too. They're, it lost the first game, haven't lost since. Yeah. And Drew Brees is having an MVP season. Drew Brees Honestly, is MVP. Like, he's, why he's MVP. Why would you have to... Why, like, if anyone is like, oh, I think we could beat the Saints for a team they root for, you're a fucking liar. Because the Saints are the best goddamn team. I've probably like seen in years. I don't. I can't remember a team as good as this. Honestly, yeah, it's the crazy. The fifteen and one Panthers were really chokes. They were fucking chokes. They weren't as good as they thought they were. They weren't fifteen and one good. They were like thirteen no. and three, twelve and four good. They shat their pants in the Super Bowl. They sucked in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that so was the a... Broncos. Like what was that? Seventeen to fifteen. Like the final of that, or twenty-one to fifteen, or something. Yeah, it was like twenty. I think it was like twenty fifteen, maybe. Yeah, that was no. 20, I mean, like twenty one fifteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the score. I was like, no, not twenty fifteen. Although it might have been in twenty fifteen, honestly. But they. Uh, <laughs> I think it yeah, was in twenty fifteen. Like they're not. Oh, and the Knicks are down thirty. Nice. Oh, I almost bet that Operation tonight. Tank almost took that tonight, but didn't. I chickened out because I don't buy the Sixers like. Every night yet, consistently. Ugh. I'm upset with myself right now. But I lost my rundown. I'm getting back to it. There was another thing we wanted to talk about in the NFL. It was the Cowboys. The fucking Dallas Cowboys. They always seem to do this. They always seem to, like, make us think, all right, finally. Like, they're not going to, like... They're not going to make any noise. Like, they're, it's a joke of the league. Thank God, because we all fucking hate the Cowboys. Cowboys suck. But the Cowboys now are leading the NFC East because Alex Smith went down. And it's, I mean, the Cowboys, they're obviously not going to make any noise in the playoffs. But I feel like they're just screwing everything up. I feel like they're robbing us of seeing a much better team in the playoffs. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think anyone sees them as a real threat. What did didn't Jason Garrett say some dumb shit like this? This fucking stretch of games has shown me Dak's the greatest cowboy quarterback of all time. What? Like, what? I swear, I'm telling you, maybe, dude, maybe it, it could have been like not real quote. I'm pretty sure it was on Twitter, but like, yeah, if that's real, that'd be. That'd I read it and I like crazy. I could have sworn it was like a somewhat legitimate source, but I. Like that, if that's true, that's like I don't even. How do you Has even? Has he heard of Roger Salback? 
<laughs> Has he heard of literally fucking any other quarterback that's played for the fucking Dallas Cowboys? Tony Quincy Romo. Carter. Tony, Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony yeah. Romo is better than... Uh, well, Vinny Tessaverde. Yeah, oh Vinny, Vinny had a nice little couple years there. Yeah, he did. My boy, Vinny. That's just... That's just stupid. I mean, he's a dumbass anyway. He's literally... He's, he's another coach. one. Like, this this little fucking dink 8-8 eight eight season is going to get them both a fucking extension. And neither of them deserve it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I think if they can keep Amari Cooper there, that's going to be good for them. Amari Cooper. Oh, absolutely. He, he, I mean, Thanksgiving. Okay, I took I took the over 52.5 yards for Amari. Or 59.5 yards. Amari Cooper Thanksgiving. Ends the first half with, like, 40. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this could go either way. Like, he's missed the over once. And then he 176 yards and two touchdowns by the end of the game. He had a 90-yard touchdown. He's he's a difference maker there. He If they can keep him and give Dak some reliable threat as a wideout, I think that they can uh, maybe add another guy, give them uh, a tight end. A tight end. Yeah, yeah, they need a tight end bad. In his prime, you give you give them someone comparable to Jason Witten when he was in his prime. That could be a dangerous team, but this year, I mean, they're just fucking everything Their up. Their defense has been nasty, though. Their defense has been one that, of the best in the league. That is true. They're like what? They're top five in points allowed, right? I think yeah, they're they're somewhere around there. They've they really have done a great job, and that's how they got to win. They got to win with defense and running the ball. Yeah, because no. when you like, I don't know if Jason Garrett like forgot he had one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, he does that sometimes. Field, but like, I'll literally watch games and they'll just like throw the ball three straight downs, like first, second, third. I'm like, oh, do you do you forget who's in your backfield right now? I'm like, this guy literally was in the MVP talks in his rookie season, and all of a sudden, like, you just forgot that he's Ezekiel Elliott and can run the ball straight up the middle. He can pitch it to him. He can do anything. Like, you just got to you gotta set it up for him, and I feel like they don't do that half the time. Yeah, he's like a slight, slightly worse version of Saquon. <laughs> I love it, Dave. I love it because it's two teams I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> uh, I'm going to become a different fan. I, I, I've made the decision that I think when, because my whole life, like I grew up with this this Patriots team, and I grew up with this. I think that uh, when it goes, whether they're good or not, I think I'm gonna dip to another team. I think I'm gonna do it. What the hell is this bullshit? You can't no, just, you can't fucking I, dip they, once Brady sucks. No, no, not their buns. What? I'll stay when he sucks, but like when he's gone and when Belichick's gone, I think I'm gonna dip. I think I'm just going to find a new what team. What are you going to be, a fucking Chiefs fan? Like a, a Panthers fan? Where the fuck are no, you going? I feel like I'll be uh, I feel like I'll be something obscure. I'll be like uh, I'll I'll become like a Chargers fan or like Oh yeah. Like the, uh, the like uh I I couldn't become like ever. I'm saying this out of my ass. I'm not going to become a different fan obviously. I mean, I was a fucking Red Sox fan growing up. I mean, c- give me a fucking break. I was a Celtics fan and a Bruins fan, but I didn't win shit. And it's like I'm not obviously not gonna fucking change teams, but I thought about it a couple times because this season scared me a few times. And I wow! Like, I was like, yeah, I don't know well, if I could do this. This I'll is become, your fucking new reality, motherfucker. I'll become a Browns fan. I feel like that's fair. If I went from being a Patriots fan to a Browns fan, I feel like that's a fair trade-off. Then it's like you're trying too hard. 
It's like you're hiding something. Okay, I'll go like Raiders. I'll be a fucking Raiders fan. Like the Raiders. Well, of uh, course. Oh yeah, poor Tommy. I gotta go see my team in Las Vegas. <laughs> you fucking got me right away. Yeah. Son of a bitch. That was the first <laughs> thing and only thing I thought about when making that decision. And their record. It's but, smart. No. We're obviously we're obviously not gonna change teams. That no, if you change the Raiders, I think that'd be funny because I think they might struggle for a while. Yeah, I mean, I deserve it at this point. But we're gonna go into our newest segment that we've been doing. Still can't think of a good name for it, man. I've been struggling and struggling, so we're just still calling it the knee jerk me off uh, reaction segment. And <laughs> it um, I'm gonna give you the names. You're gonna give me the first word. Yeah, first word that comes to your mind. Um, Jimmer for debt. NBA basketball player. That was three. I know. Well, NBA. NBA. <laughs> what comes to mind? Sparky. Sparky. I love it. <laughs> I think Jimmer should be in the NBA. Okay. Dwight Howard. 6'11 bottom. <laughs> yeah, that wins. <laughs> Uh, oh no oh no (laughs) oh no George Kittle reliable savage Aaron Rodgers goat (laughs) (laughs) Sully needed some time to think about this one He's the GOAT. I can't come up with anything else. Fair. Deshaun Watson. Pre-GOAT. <laughs> Flash. <laughs> Sully. Sully is just... Sully, sorry, he's in a different time zone. Yeah, Sully's like the, when they, they, they do interviews on camera and they clearly, like, their audio feed's like three seconds behind the... <laughs> Behind the real live feed, so you just got that awkward pause between when the the person actually hears the question. So he's doing a a, a live uh, a live feed from Mars right now. <laughs> so he so he's not even in the fucking Milky Way. Yeah. <laughs> well, but... I mean, Mars is in the Milky Way too. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's very true. That's. That's very, very true, Dave. I'm glad you pointed that out. What we're going to do now, guys, after this, <laughs> the show is falling apart. We are gonna <laughs> we're crumbling at the seams right now. We are going to move to the NFL. We are gonna, I mean, well, we've been in the NFL. Fuck. Oh, it's okay. We're keeping all this in, folks. This is just how it goes. Yeah. This is how it goes. We are going to give our Please Your Bookie Best Bets of the Week. I am going to start as usual. I will give you my best spread of the week. I bought it early because I saw this and just had to have it. I knew it was going to change. I bought the Atlanta Falcons plus one at home. If you were lucky enough to see that and get that, the Falcons are two for one. They're at home. Plus one? Are you kidding me? That's free money, people. Lock that in right now because it's already moved to minus one and it's going to keep going probably get to two and a half at some point lock that in at minus one right now just go and do it and for my over under of the week i am going with the detroit lions and los angeles rams over 54 and a half points the rams they've had some a uh, little bit of tougher games maybe the past few weeks 
They're coming off that bye with that crazy offensive performance they put up against Kansas City. That uh, that record-setting game. I think they might even cover the spread on their own against the Lions. But they easily are going to combine for 54, 55, 56. Go for it. Rams, Lions, over. Dave, what do you got for us? I actually like a lot this week. Um, I, I, like you said, Falcons, you can still even get it at minus one, which I think is still a gift. Um, I like I like Texans minus six. I even like Dolphins four and a half. But I'm going with my man Aaron Rodgers to cover the huge 14-point spread against the Arizona Cardinals. I think he is going to make a statement in this game. I think he's going to start the run. I don't know if he'll rattle off five in a row, but the Arizona Cardinals aren't going to end Aaron Rodgers' season at Lambeau Field. Um, so I'm taking Rodgers to blow them out. Um, could be a 24-27 point win. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. But I'm not going to take that because they fucked me two weeks in a row. But everyone else should take that. Cause if you're really back. worried about it, buy the half a point. Take it to 13 and a half. Minus 14 is at minus 105 anyway. So go, buying the half a point is not going to hurt you um, in your overall bottom line. Um, and then over under, I'm going to go over on Browns Texans 47 mm-hmm. and a half. Um, I, I just think the Browns are finally clicking. They They've clearly had some some better offensive performances since Hugh Jackson left and talk about clicking there might not be a team more clicking in the NFL outside the Texans after starting 0-3 um, so uh, you know I know the Texans haven't scored that many points in all of their wins um, they've been you know 20 or lower a couple times but uh, I just I like the spot at home for them um, over 48 Brown I think it's going to be a little bit of a battle between two young quarter two young mobile quarterbacks I like that a lot. <clears throat> Hard to disagree. All right, where you, what are you giving us, Sully? Yeah, Sully, what are your picks? I'm saying over in Rams and Lions. Yep, agree 55. there. Yeah, I think I think the Rams are going to put up 40 easy, just like they do every week. And uh, Matthew Stafford give us like three touchdowns, 21 points. Could be a high-scoring game. Um, no carry on Johnson's going to hurt Detroit. They're going to have to throw all game. The Rams, Gurley's going to be healthy off that ankle injury. Taking the over there. For the spread, I'm taking the Colts at minus four against the Jaguars. I think that's a. I like that. Yeah, the Jaguars are done. One. The Jaguars are done. I mean, who do they have? Cody Kessler starting now as quarterback? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's over. It's falling apart. Minus four, I think that that's that's the play right there. I mean, it, I got, at an MVP level. Go ahead, Sol. No, I'm just it's just teams trending in two different directions completely. I uh, I got a couple little bonus ones for you, okay? Bonus. bonus picks. We'll sprinkle something on the bonus picks. Sunday night, if you're up some money, Sunday night. You've got a little something to lose on Sunday night. You're going to take the Los Angeles Chargers plus three and a half at home away against the Steelers. The Steelers are struggling, and the Chargers are proven to be good. The Chargers bounce back from a loss 
a close loss. They are good. They can do this on the road. I think they will cover that. I think this is going to be a very close game. Going to come down like the past couple weeks have for the Steelers right to the end. I think the Chargers cover plus three and a half. That's like if yeah, you're up on Sunday night, I think yeah. maybe sprinkle a little on the money line. Maybe even go for that plus 155 right now. That's good. Sprinkle That's a little good. on that. Just throw like 50 on it. Fucking turn that into like 60-something. Just go for it. I've also decided my first Rogers bet is against the spread because the money line is minus 1,200, so fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. That would not be a best bet. Yeah, no. But go Packers. Go Packers. All right, guys. That is the end of our Bleacher Boogie best bets of the week. We are going to go into our last thing, our favorite thing. It is today in sports history. Guys, it's been a really dry couple weeks. There's only a couple questions. There's only a few questions. But we will get right into it. In 1975, this hockey player played his last game for the Boston Bruins. Oh. Uh, Tommy. <laughs> no, Tommy. come on. You know this name. Come on. 1970 what? Five. Come on. Top ten player in hockey of all time. Come on. Oh, now I feel like an asshole. Uh, all right, just tell us. Bobby Bobby Orr. Oh, that's that's disappointing. <laughs> okay. Can't if you guys didn't get that. Bobby freaking Orr. Come on. Number four, Bobby Orr. You hate to see it. You hate to yeah. see it. It's okay. In 1989, this baseball player signed a record-setting $3 million contract to play for the Oklahoma A's. In what year? 1989. $3 million was the record-setter in 1989? God damn. $3 million per year. Oh. What? Um, 1989. Oakland A's. Mark McGuire. Nope. Oh. Jose Canseco. Nope. Ricky Henderson. Yep. I was going to say him. Oh, you well, need to see that. There you go. All right, this one kind of a kind of a toss up. I'll throw it out there. In 1962, this professional sports league decided to revert back to only having one All-Star game per year. NFL. What did you say, Sully? MLB. Yep. We are all knotted up at one. Shit. And we've got three more. All right. This is kind of a tough one, but, again, it's dry these weeks, guys. This is a slow time of year for sports history. It's recent, so you probably will know. Dave's probably going to get this one. I'm not going to lie. 2016, this former NFL player was sentenced to 20 years in prison for a series of rapes. (laughs) A series of rapes. Oh, uh, Darren Sharper. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I forgot I was he was like, a raper. I was like, it's pretty notable. I was like, I knew it when I saw it, so I figured. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dave, this is more Dave's speciality. Because I okay. heard 20 years, and I was like, I heard 20 years, and I was like, oh, Hernandez. No, no. But. All right. In. Fuck. Where'd it go? All right, we're back. We're back. Okay, 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 okay. 
Not really, but. In 1987, Joe Montana of the San Francisco. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what is Joe Montana? Joe Montana. San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Got it. Oh, no. I messed it up completely. I have just ruined two segments in this show tonight. Oh, well, guys, today in 1987, Joe Montana of the San Francisco 49ers completed an NFL record of 22 consecutive passes. All right. Joe Montana. (laughs) In 1976, this free agent signed a five-year contract with the New York Yankees. Uh, Reggie Jackson. Ah, that was... Gimme, I'm sorry, Sully. I didn't mean to ask that one last. That is the episode for us, which is all right, because I think we all need to get off of this Skype call right now. But as always, Dave, hit him with those handles. All right, Facebook at Bleacher Fan Sports, Instagram at Bleacher Fan, and Twitter at Bleacher underscore Fan. And like I said last week, we started up some social accounts for the podcast directly. So at Twitter and Instagram, we are extra point underscore BF for Bleacher Fan. That's extra point underscore BF. Make sure to follow us on both of those. We're posting some original content. We'll be posting clips from the podcast, give you a little sneak peek. We'll be doing all of that. We will be staying in touch with you guys. Easiest way to get in touch with us. But that is the episode for us. As always, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.
And that is the episode for us, which is all right, because I think we all need to get off of this Skype call right now. But as always, Dave, hit him with those handles. All right, Facebook at Bleacher Fan Sports, Instagram at Bleacher Fan, and Twitter at Bleacher underscore Fan. And like I said last week, we started up some social accounts for the podcast directly. So at Twitter and Instagram, we are extra point underscore BF. For Bleacher Fan, that's extra point underscore BF. Make sure to follow us on both of those. We'll be posting some original content. We'll be posting clips from the podcast, give you a little sneak peek. We'll be doing all of that. We'll be staying in touch with you guys. Easiest way to get in touch with us. But that is the episode for us. As always, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.